Hello? Do not be alarmed. I have a pleasant surprise for you. <laughs> people we are back for another fun-filled episode of the last show at the rio dino where are you (laughs) (laughs) yeah boy (laughs) i did i have a chuck d moment (laughs) what's Uh, up okay dude man i'm gonna tell you the people Oh, lovely people that join us dodged the bullet this week. But don't worry, we're gonna come at you double barrel next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want <laughs> you want me? I will explain, <laughs> dear listener. We originally had something else planned for Yalza's. And it was fucking horrible. <laughs> it was it was horrible, but we were going to endure it together. But due to technical difficulties, we're not doing that. So, while <laughs> while we were trying to get things going. We came up with another concept and that's what that's what we're going to do. Right. Something that we actually had done once before and it was another it was another one of those echo chamber. Oh no, no it wasn't. We just sounded like pretentious dicks. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. So, so before we get into yeah, what are we what are we calling this? What would you say we're calling Albums that made us? I mean, it, oh, that sounds a little too much. Say that again. I, you, you can, can you hear me? You hear me? Or no? Yeah, I okay. can hear you. Um, yeah. You hear? I hear you. Um, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> Netflix has those shows. You know, the toys that made us. The movies that made us. Stuff like that. So True. they're probably going to come out with albums that made us. So we might as we let's not do that one. True. So let's not do that. How about? <laughs> how about? We know what we're not calling it. <laughs> Iconic albums that rot your brain. Yeah. <laughs> now. All right. So we're 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 gonna we're gonna tackle. Albums that have impacted your life at, at some point, okay, yeah. right? Okay. They rot now, your brain. Go but ahead. Before, go ahead. You well, go ahead. no, you, you go ahead. Oh. Okay. Before we, before we mm-hmm. get into that, because it seems that uh, this is something that we feel the need to do, uh, have you watched anything of interest? You know, recently? I have. Well... I watched the, uh, we got HBO Max, um, recently, because 
I didn't know what was going on with the movie theaters and Warner Brothers were putting out their first run movies for a month on HBO in time when they were putting them out in the theater. Right. So we were going to do it for Wonder Woman, but we didn't. We went to a drive-in to go see that because we do have that drive-in an hour from my house. And then we we did do it for... Yeah, I wish I had one. I, there's there's some out here. I just wish they were closer. I'm I, sorry. Yeah, I'm surprised that they're not. But then again, you know, your area is very weird with yeah, everything. Yeah, the state is fucking huge. It's like a mess. Right. So, we watched Tom and Jerry, the new Tom and Jerry movie. How was that? Not as bad as you would think it would be. Okay. Um, it was serviceable. You know, I mean, I I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was serviceable. And it is a lot better than all the other cartoon, you know, nostalgia grab films that they've been putting out lately. You know, like, like, oh. <laughs> well, you you probably don't because you you refuse to entertain. And excuse me for a second. I want to grab a notepad because that might come in handy. Um, you might, you know, you you refuse to entertain anything that has the potential to be complete horseshit. So, I. And Wait a minute, say that again, you cut out on me. What, did I, what was it? I said you refuse to entertain anything that has the potential to be horseshit. Correct. I, I'm I will, I will jump into the sewer every now and then. So, <laughs> I did, I actually, With right, no waiters. I did this because I was going to be a guest on another podcast and the guy's like you know do you want to do this movie i said you know what dude yeah i'll do it i got a tattoo with dino on my arm i i'm a cartoon kid if if i watch and i hate it i will tell you why i hate it and go into a history of tom and jerry while i tell you why i hate it so right i will fine but i went and i enjoyed it it was it was all right it was great I mean, it wasn't great. It was it was good, um, but it was it was tolerable. It wasn't yeah. the worst garbage thing you've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, the girls cool. liked it, so that made me happy. And then I watched uh, yesterday, Friday. I had off of work, or no Thursday, yesterday, and I woke up at five in the morning and got a large pot of coffee and a big bowl of cinnamon toast crunch and I watched all all four hours of the <laughs> Schneider cut of uh, Justice League and I will go on the hill for that movie that I enjoyed now once again I know you're not a huge Superhero film. I, I don't even know what that movie is. Justice League. <laughs> a 
I'm sorry. I don't even know you what know that is. Justice League? Is, is that, am I, should I know what Justice that is? Justice League is with... No, I know what the yeah. Justice League is, but I didn't know something was coming out. Yeah, well, they had the one from, what is it, 2017. And that was a complete crap storm. And because of what happened with... Was that the one that had the, uh, the, the Ben Affleck yeah. Batman? Now, I like Affleck as Batman. Oh, yeah, I don't... Now, the movie wasn't good, but he is a good Batman for me. I like the way he is Batman and Bruce Wayne. I... The film he was in was, was I shit. suffered through that? Yeah. Yeah. But what happened was, when they were making it, uh, Zack Snyder was supposed to make it. His daughter had died mid-production. Oh. So he pulled out of it, and Joss Whedon took over and made it this oh, okay. big, funny you know, thing, and or at least tried to, and it really wasn't good. But then now Snyder came out and re, recut it, and added stuff that he had, ta- uh, that he had filmed before, and made his version of it, and it's a better. I, I believe it's a much better film. Gotcha. So, if I watch that, um, I introduced uh, the girls to Gremlins. So that for the first yeah, time. the girls for the first time, and then all three of them knew Gremlins two for the first time. Gotcha. Okay. And I'll tell you, Gremlins two, I used to kind of. Eh, but that I actually enjoy that one better than the first one. Well, because it's oh, yeah. silly. It's mm-hmm. silly. And freaking Futterman, man, he got Dick Miller got his due on that one. He, he, he yeah, he I haven't great. seen that one in a long time. Yeah. So yeah, Gremlins. So Gremlins was a big thing. And then last night. T.T. went to watch uh, a uh, Jason movie. That's my youngest. And then Nico's like, I want to watch one. I said, okay, which one do you want? She's like, the one where he gets his hockey mask. I said, okay, I will only put it on. As a wise child. If you can tell me which one he got his hockey mask. And she looked, she's like, point three. I'm like, yeah. You're my girl. So. <laughs> well done, sir. So train them up right, people. Train them up right. Dude, I got to tell you, I got a kick out of the fact that you <laughs> that you felt the need to message me and, <laughs> and tell me that that's what you guys were yep. watching. That <laughs> was like, right on, dude. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What was it that she said? I saw that you posted something online. What was it about? Uh, something about wiping their ass? What? I, I was not there. Was one, two, three people? I think two or three that went to the bathroom, and no one wiped their ass. And she. Well, how do you know they were taking a shit? Well, one was. They were both guys, first of all. So if they're sitting down, 
Maybe they were pussies. Well, <laughs> maybe they're then they pussies. Should, should be white. <laughs> wipe. <laughs> they should be wiping up front. <laughs> yeah, Nico is like, they. <laughs> does anyone wipe in this movie or what? I'm like, mm. dude, that is hilarious. My dad's one. Yeah, because it was, what was it, Harold in the beginning? At the uh, market? That, right, you are correct. And then uh, uh, Tommy Chong there. Hippie guy. He's, That's yeah. right. And it's like, all right, you could be in there smoking pot, but you're not going to be in there smoking pot with your pants down, ripping farts, and not be shitting. Not with your pants, you know, down. Yeah, <laughs> agree. <laughs> agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <So>. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we keep it. You know, and then I don't remember who. It was. <laughs> somebody responded at. Wait, was there. I, I don't remember who. Did somebody spring up something about part five? Oh, yeah. Online? Because demons take yeah. shit. Oh, yeah, and you... But he, he also gets murdered, so... It's like... Yeah, he didn't have a chance to. <laughs> no. Hey, hey, you... And in all fairness, <laughs> it was those damn enchiladas. Oh. So, <laughs> we, can't, we can't do that. Yeah, I think that was uh, Judd that brought that one up. Part five. Oh, man. Oh, boy. That's funny. So... What, what, what have you been watching, man? Well, I went down... I, I don't know. Dude, I, like, I tell you this all the time. I, anything that they are currently putting out, I just look at and I'm just like, please get this asshole off of my screen. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't like anything about this. Right. So I, I either revisit things from back in the day, or, you know, like or, or shit that maybe I missed the first time around. Right. So, Kat and I are sitting on the couch, and, you know, the ongoing debate of, like, what do you want to watch? What do you want to watch? And finally, I was just like, you know what? I'm just picking something, and you're going to watch it, and you're going to like it. So I put on the Flamingo Kid. (laughs) Wow, yeah. Talk about from way out in left field. Dude, I got to tell you, it was still... I mean, it's it's not an excellent movie, but it was... It was entertaining. That, that was in uh, Far Rockaway, right? Or Rockaway Beach? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was good, dude. I mean, Matt Dillon's always cool, but it was just like, you know what? I was like, it's Matt Dillon and Richard Crenna. Oh, yeah. It's Colonel Trotman, man. You know what I mean? It's just like, yep. yeah, this is cool. Fisher Stevens. You know, it was fucking oh. stupid 80s movies. You know, yeah. they're entertaining. They're harmless. You just watch it, and it's something to watch. Mm-hmm. But then, that coming to America—that was that coming to America movie, which they mm-hmm. kept pushing. Coming to America, yeah. Two, yes, number two. And I admittedly did not have much faith in that. 
But I was like, all right, I'll check it out because I saw that everybody was in it. Right. So I put on, we were hanging out and I put the, I put the original one on just so I was like, all right, I want to make sure that I, I don't miss any jokes. Right. For COVID, right. the second one. Right. So I'm on, we watched the, first, the original one and it is still fucking priceless. Yeah. So we put, you know, I went into the new one at least in a positive state of mind. That dissipated rather quickly. Okay. Was it nice to meet up with all of these characters again? Yes, Mm -hmm. it was. It was, it was a nice nostalgia trip. You know, I, I I kind of imagine that it's like I guess when your normal person, not like me because I'm a fucking psychotic, fucking lunatic, when your normal person kind of misses their high school days and going to a high school reunion kind of seems like a good <laughs> yeah. idea. And then you quickly find out that it yeah. wasn't. Dude, that movie was a piece wow. of shit. It was a piece of shit. It, like I said, it was nice to see all those characters, and 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 from the nostalgia point of view, it was great. But that movie as a whole was fucking garbage. Like, I, it looked like low budget. It looked like it was like a sitcom, like filmed on a mm-hmm. set. And I don't know why they called it Coming to America because ninety percent of the movie was in fucking Zamunda. Oh. Yeah. 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 It was. It was not good. Um, I will definitely not ever watch that again. Um, the only good thing that came out of me watching that is that, in order to palate cleanse, I had to watch Beverly Hills Cop and Trump Oh, okay. Places. Yeah. So there you go. No yeah, I. Okay, I so was going to. And I slept on it for like a day, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna when I come home from work, I'm gonna watch it. And everybody on Facebook and YouTube, without exception, anyone I knew was pissing them on and saying how bad it was. It was bad, dude. It and the bad. kicker was when Keith was talking about how bad it was, and it's like. Oh, I know. He I'm told like, me too. He said he didn't even. He fell asleep. I'm like, if anyone is going to glean any type of positive thing out of an Eddie Murphy comedy, it will be Keith. And for it to not hold his interest, I'm like, oh, forget it. <laughs> no, it was bad, bro. And believe me, I, I, I toughed it out. I will admit that I was, you know, a quarter in the okay. bag. So I was, and I still had the nostalgia goggles on from the yeah. original one, but it was fucking garbage. The only thing that was even remotely amusing that was new content is that I, and again, he, he was, I didn't understand why they went this direction, but Wesley <laughs> Snipes was right. kind of funny. 
You know, people forget, dude. You know, he may be Demolition Man and Blade, but he was also Willie Mays right. Hayes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and dude, uh, when he too walked mm-hmm. through. Wesley Snipes as a drag queen was the most ridiculous thing on earth, and it was hysterical. Yeah. Who was that, Noxzema Jackson? Noxzema <laughs> <Noxima> Jackson. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that kind of, uh, yeah, th- I needed those palate cleansers yeah. after that. So, yeah, because that original one was, what year? I think it was 88. I remember seeing it in the movie there. In fact, I think... I think I saw it with Keith. Dude, that's one of those... I, I, well, that wouldn't no. surprise me. But it's such a quotable yeah, is, movie that... Dude, if you walked into... You know what I mean? Like, if you, back in the day, if you walked into a room and went, Good morning, neighbors! <laughs> somebody's gonna go, Fuck you! <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> yes! Fuck you, too! You know? And, dude, not to mention, Soul Glow? Guaranteed at any point in time, if there's even the slightest reference to something like that, it is Soul Glow all the way. But yeah, that was uh, that was no bueno, man. Now, why the hell did they read make this one PG thirteen? Well, that was who knows. Well, actually, I can tell you because they were catering to a younger audience, which is also part of the reason why this movie yeah, was a failure. You can't do that. And and you when you're doing anything with this retro nostalgia kick, you've got to remember that you're doing it as a retro nostalgia kick. And there is no nostalgia without the old people being nostalgic for it. So, to make this movie and then go, oh, well, this really isn't for you. No, that doesn't work. Which is why all the... Uh, Take a lesson from Star Wars. You know, and you you don't use that title grab nonsense either and go, well, this wasn't made for you. This isn't your... Black Christmas, or this isn't your whatever. Or go well. This one seems like, well, but you're just old, and this one isn't for you. No, then why are you using that title in order to trigger me to go see it if it's not for me? Because you're the parent now, and you might let your kid go see it because they want your money. Right. Right. It's my money. So guess what? It's your it's money. For me. <laughs> my money, motherfucker. That's it. My whole so best have my money. Oh no, what was that? No, that <laughs> you was. Better have my money. That was. Uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Name of this piece is called 
My bitch better have my money. My bitch better have my money. Through rain, sleet, or snow. My hoe better have my money. I'm telling you, that boy's a genius. Tell it! Not half, not some, but all my cash. Because if she don't, I'm gonna put my foot dead in her ass. <laughs> when he won, he won the poetry contest. I'm trying to find a, a so where segue into this. So. There is no segue. We don't do. We're, we're gonna pull a George Carlin. You <laughs> might notice that we don't do transitional material. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. So now we're talking about albums. <laughs> albums. You know, you remember those? Primarily I do. record do you still... Yes. Now, let me ask you something. Now, this is going to... I don't give a shit. I'm old and I'm totally fine with it. Mm-hmm. Now, do you still call them albums? Like, I do. Do you refer to them? Like, okay. Because I refer in, them to in them my mind... Albums and... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> in my mind... An album is a collection of something. I I agree. And it's pure spawn. A, a photo album is a collection of photos, normally arranged in a topical fashion. So, an album it might be in. Well, I'm a, I'm a physical media person anyway, but even if you have an audio file. You know, of your Kiss songs. You know, I still have the Kiss albums. Agreed. Yeah. See, I also, <laughs> I still refer to everything as albums. But I also use the term record, even if I am not referring to it. Okay. Record. Like, I can use, like, if I'm, if someone's asking me about friggin', uh, Megadeth fucking peace sells, but who's buying? It would not be uncommon for me to go, oh, yo, that's a good fucking record. Right. But, yeah. I might not even be, I didn't own that on vinyl. <laughs> I, owned it on, I, I got it on cassette, but I'm still just like, yo, that's a good record. Well, I think you could be justified in that, too. It is a recording. And you have a record of it. So I don't think that that's out of... Out of hand. Or out of line to call it that. I think I might love you a See? little bit, dude. <laughs> I am here for you, bro. That was I nice, man. For you. Good job. Uh, hey. So, do you still own vinyl? You don't have vinyl anymore, do you? No, I... Not on hand, no. I've got... A bunch of records at home in my attic in New York, but I don't have them on me. On well, but I have that. Yeah, you claim ownership of some yes. records. Okay, yeah, I still got a shitload of records, but that might be. I mean, a lot of that is like the mm-hmm. DJ thing. But I still have all my old cassettes and yeah, cassettes I have and uh, uh, CDs I have. Shit, I've got laser discs, but I don't, but I don't have any records on hand. Right, dude, you were the king of the uh, laser discs, that's yeah, for sure. I still got some. 
Yeah, I have CDs to the point where, um, and I literally have a piece of furniture to house the CDs, and it's <clears throat> not enough. <laughs> it's it is a. I have a piece of furniture. I have road cases all over the friggin' house, and I. I'm going to need a bigger boat. That's, that's all I'm saying. I need a bigger boat because I can't stop buying them, dude. I can't. Right. I have a problem when it comes to that kind of shit. Now, what is, what, what is or was your preferred uh, media type? I'm going to do I'm just gonna play this one safe, to be honest with you. Okay, uh, let me let me let me narrow it. Before two thousand, my it would not. It's still the same answer. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a download guy. Mm-hmm. Download, okay. Download is interesting to me because I because again because of the DJ thing. Like I don't necessarily need everything but like and it's electronic music right. I just want the track that I want right. so I'll take the download for that mm-hmm. but if we're talking about music that I give a shit about I will say this vinyl is always going to sound the best tapes are just the what you grew up with and you had it in your Walkman so there's like a friggin a soft spot for it yeah but CD dude that to me is the easiest way to deal with it Mm -hmm. because you can load it into you can load it into your computer you can travel with it you put it in your phone or your fucking iPod and it was the, the beauty about CD which was actually also the beauty about vinyl is that you didn't need to deal with fast forward search yeah to skip a song you could either mm-hmm. pick up the tone arm or you just hit a button that goes skip right yeah yeah I agree that was my point of view um like I said the portability of cassette was cool but there was wear you know when especially yeah, as those often, things out man I mean, shit, dude, we didn't, you know, we weren't a generation that stayed home in the house and played video games all day long. I mean, we had them. No. I mean, they were Nintendo or Sega, but we had them. Yeah, but, but you, you, you played you, them when you weren't allowed out or when it was raining or for, you know. Right. But otherwise, we were walking or driving with a tape, you know, yep. forever. And, and, you know, Dude, how many... Carrying around a giant radio that had, like, ten batteries in it. Yeah, so you dude. and your friend could listen to the same shit while you were... Go- Actually, you know what I think we did that with? I think when I... The day that I picked up Iron Maiden's Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. Mm-hmm. I think we listened yeah. around. We walked around listening to that on a boombox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how? <laughs> go look. Go look that how, up, young people. Yeah, 
boom box. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how many copies of, you know, you hit me up this week with Power Slave. How many tape copies of Power Slave I went through. That was like... Uh, probably a few. Yeah. There were, there were a couple of albums that for some reason would keep breaking or get worn down or lost or and Power Slave was one of them for me. It was like I would I agree. Yeah. Yep. That's a dude. That's a hell of yeah. an album. So what what was the first album that you bought that you remember buying yeah, either with birthday money, Christmas money, whatever? That I remember, okay, that, that I bought for myself, yeah. like I went there with money, yeah. was probably Love Gun. Oh, wow, okay. Cassette. And... Dude, to this day, that is still probably one of my favorite albums and favorite Kiss albums of all time. Do you remember where you were when you bought them? Dude, I think I might have bought... I think I bought it at Ray oh, Reed's. Wow. I think uh, so. Yeah, the old Ray Reed's in Limbrook. Oh, man, that was a good... Mm-hmm. Dude, for a local record store that we could get to fast... Yeah. Bro, Ray Reed's was pretty... They were pretty good, man. Yeah. I, bought, I spent a lot of money in there. But, dude, I think I was like... I think I was like 12 years old when I bought that album. Hmm. And I probably rode my bike over there. You know, because kids back then used to do things. Yeah, look that up, people. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. You don't even have to look it up. Go on Netflix and go on Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the kids are riding this contraption. It's got wheels and they put the feet and they kind of look like they're kicking their feet up and down. Those are bicycles. And you, you know how there's awesome. a, a bunch of kids that would like get around and go together places without their parents knowing where the hell they are, and you're sitting there going, "What kind of dumb parents are these that don't know or care where their kids are?" Well, that's how we grew up. <laughs> Curfew was when the streetlights went on Damn during right. the weekday. <laughs> yep, you know what time you had to be home for dinner. Yep. So yeah, that that was a thing. That was a thing. But I dude, I will tell you my the and I'm gonna ask you the same question when you when you respond to this, but yeah. I bought Love Gun based on the on the cover art. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of things that you did that with. And I it's not and I've had conversations with other people who've said the same thing. Like, dude, I, I, you're a kid. You look at the cover. You're like, I don't know what the fuck that is, mm-hmm. but I want it. Now, I mean, I knew who Kiss was yeah. because my aunt on my mom's side was, uh, she was big into, you know, rock. She listened to Kiss and friggin' uh, like the Stones and uh, Elton John and shit like that. You know, we're 70s children, yeah. technically. And I remember walking into her room, and I'm young, dude. And 
she had the she had vinyl just stacked up in the room and it was the album cover to Alive 2 Ooh, okay yeah and not the not the front cover but the back cover oh okay yeah which is that's a dude if you're like six or six like if you're a little kid yeah that thing is scary to fucking look at yeah Right? Am I thinking, is it the back cover or is it the front cover? You mean with, like, Gene with blood all down his head? With blood all over his face. I believe so. You right? Okay. Dude, I was so scared of that shit that I ran out of the room, like, fucking terrified. Like, I had just seen Dracula. (laughs) But then I kept going back in there like I was a fucking glutton for punishment. And I came and I found Love Gun. And I don't know what it is about that cover, dude, but I was completely infatuated with that cover. Dude, that is that kiss shirt I constantly rebuy. Like if if I wear it out, I'm just getting another one. Like it's just it's cr- I think I have 3 of them in my closet right now. There is right. something about that artwork that brought me back to that album. Mm-hmm. And I stole your love, get dude. Just stop. That, that yeah. shit is awesome. That album is awesome. If you, if you think otherwise, you're just wrong. It is actually the front. Wait, there was a couple, but yeah, no, it's the the front. Cover. Is it the front? Because it has the big kiss alive two, and oh, then aside right. from the two, it's got the four guys. And Gene's there with blood and, you know, dripping out of his mouth. Look at that picture of him, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. I'm doing it right now. So, yeah. That was that was probably the, the first big album that I yep. bought with my own money. Like, I just, I need to have this freaking album. Right. Yeah, see, I was, you know, I had two older brothers. So, I think my my taste in music was being kind of spoon-fed to me early, you know? Like we did with your brothers and sisters and stuff like that, you know? Um, And it would probably be about seven. And it was birthday money. It was either Easter or birthday money. And it was at TSS in West Hempstead. I, for everybody that can't <laughs> see me, I, I'm my both hands are in the air yep. for TSS because that is some old school shit yep. right there. And you know, yeah, they had the uh, parking on the on the roof, and you drove up the ramp there, and then took the escalator, which wasn't really wasn't an escalator. It was like the airport, you know, people mover, but at a decline. Now wait a minute, wait a minute. Where was TSS in? It was in in Hem in town of Hempstead. It was in Hempstead or was it? It was in West Hempstead. It was West Hempstead. It was West Hempstead. Yeah. Yep. And it was Kiss, but it was the Paul Stanley. Solo album. 
<laughs> that was my first record that I bought. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry you had to do that. <laughs> but it was kind of a, a, it was like a bait and switch because you, the first song is Tonight You Belong to Me. So it, it sounds really good, you know, kind of like, uh, it, it was designed like uh, Strata, kind of. It had that real mellow beginning, and then yeah, yeah, I can kind of see that. And then comes in with that. So you can, you know, they're kind of like A and B sides of each other, and then you know, the rest of the album is what it is. But that song seems like quintessential Kiss to me. Um, I would not. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. But just while we're here. Briefly, let's, because you opened up the fucking can of worms there. Mm-hmm. But quickly. Yeah. Four solo albums. Best and worst. Oh, Ace is the best. Is by far the best. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the worst. Oh. Probably Gene. That's what, see, that's what I, I think, too. I, I think Gene's is the it's worst. It's really thing. just not good. And. When you wish upon a star, that is the stupidest fucking selection ever. Yeah. <laughs> not good. I mean, Peter's is no, uh, it's not great. My problem is, and I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to disagree with me. I really like Peter's singing voice. Mm-hmm. So regardless if the album was not that great, I can always kind of, I just like his singing voice. That's that's all there is to it, dude. Hard Luck Woman is like one of my favorite Kiss songs, dude. I agree with you, but if you take and I've I've actually said this to you before, and I think maybe we're gonna ask for a professional. We're gonna do a little segment, maybe ask for a professional opinion on this. Okay. But if you listen to all the songs that Peter Chris sings in Kiss. Mm-hmm. They're all good. Oh, yeah, they are. They're all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a little, little bad. Well, and, that's the obvious. Right. And then you have, you have Hard Luck Woman, um, Hooligan. Nothing to lose. Yeah, Dark nothing to lose. Ass, dude, I love fucking Hooligan. <laughs> yep. I love <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. What else did he say? I mean, they kept them quiet half the time, but... I mean, now they kept them quiet on Jerome's too half the time. What does he say? He sings on, um... Jesus Christ. What does he... Doesn't he sing something on Hotter Than Hell? Uh, Mainline? Mainline? Doesn't he sing Mainline? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah, Mainline's a good one. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I, I'm that, we, I am, and I will admit it, yeah. I am that guy that Peter Chris is my favorite I'm that guy. <laughs> but you know, that's the thing though, Peter Chris is your favorite, not that cat guy. The, the one that dresses oh, like no, a cat. Oh, no, no, no. No. <laughs> so, no, you, that's, the fact that we just had this conversation, Qualifies that. 
no, no, no. Let's not go down that road because it's going to take us away. So, okay. We went Love Gun and, well, that was, I mean, that was the big album that I bought. You got introduced to Kiss with Bruce Stanley, first, right. but that wasn't what, that wasn't your big purchase. Or was that? Well, purchase? that was my, that was at like seven years old, that was my purchase. Um, really? Well, at that time, it was, yeah. And then my my first full Kiss album was actually Lick It Up. Really? Well, that's That I cool. bought myself. But, no. Now, how because old were you I, when you, you bought know, Lick It Up, though? How, what, when it came what out. Age did, oh, when it came out, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I bought that when it came out. Um because I was, you know, growing up, like I said, my brothers, they knew about Kiss and whatever. But at that point, they were on, you know, the Donnie and Marie show one week. Or, yeah. you know, those type of show, the the, the uh, showcase variety shows they were on. Yeah. You know, American Bandstand, whatever. But when Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park... Came out. I remember seeing that on TV with my brothers, and they had a couple of friends of theirs over for like a sleepover. Be- uh, see, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Because you know, and I'm like, oh, wow, you know. Oh, and what was the other one they were on? The the Halloween special, the Paul Lind Halloween yeah. special. <laughs> yeah. Which, to be honest with you, is a pretty good performance. And the Wicked Witch of the West is on there, so I mean, you can't go. Oh yeah. That. Even when back in the uh, the late '90s, when they came back, you know, together, and they were on Mad TV, that was good. I literally just got a little choked up thinking about the fucking the Kiss comeback. Almost brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> Dude, that was a good time, man. That was good times. That was when you knew when they were in makeup. It was, you know, Gene, you know, Paul, that cat was Peter. Yeah. And that Space Ace was Space Ace, not Space Man. Yeah. You know? Dude, you that knew is that. the only... Yeah, that's Kiss. I don't give a shit what anybody says. And I, I feel like I we may have said this before because we're probably all going fucking senile. I am always for the original four members of KISS. That's who KISS is. Yeah. But I was a devoted fan throughout the Eric Carr, Vinnie Vincent, yeah, Bruce Q. Like, they were still excellent. Right. It was just after the reunion when they put on the makeup with the imposters that I could not subscribe anymore. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. Uh, And by the way, Bruce Kulick Mm -hmm. taking Ace out of the equation is by far the best guitarist that they ever had. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, because even like Revenge and stuff like that is a a good album. It's a really good album with, um, what was it, Eric, uh, Eric Singer? 
as drummer. Singer. I don't really like him as but drummer. That's a good he's album. a he's a decent he's a decent drummer. So if yeah, he, he were, if he came in and it was like, okay, we know this isn't Peter Chris, let's not pretend and make him, I don't know, Line of the Mountains or some shit like that. I agree. If they had done the own character thing, I would have been fine. I'm okay. Like they did with Eric Carr. Who was a fucking beast. Yeah. That guy was a beast. Yeah. And even like they did... With Vinnie Vincent, with his Ankh thing. Right. The Egyptian guitar god, whatever. Wizard. It was the Egyptian guitar wizard, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a mountain of a difference, so you're right. I, I now like him because of that. But, yeah. yeah. Wizard. So, I mean, you're sitting there and you're like, I mean, that, that's the funniest is you, you see that picture, that uh, meme of uh, Tommy Thayer, who is a serviceable guitar player, but... There ain't nothing special about he's him. He's there in his makeup reading in his book, and it Dude, says... You want to know what I, how, what I think about Tommy Thayer? Tommy what? Thayer is overcooked chicken. Okay. He has got no fucking flavor. <laughs> That's yep. what he, that's what I think of him. Yep. And that's a, the caption, you know, always be yourself. Unless you could be Ace Freely. Then be yeah. Ace Freely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh man. All right, dude. You know, you're a hired gun. You're a, you're a co- you're an Ace Freely cosplayer. I get it. E- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But. So. Yeah. yeah. All right, so. Where, where are we going from here? What are we doing? <laughs> okay. All right, so we did your first album, um, and then we went down a kiss hole. Yeah, which is a dangerous place um, to go because we could be here for fucking two hours. Oh, yeah, we can. We can. And we won't. You know. Now, see, dude, I will say this. You were kind of fortunate that you had your brothers because mm-hmm. they were just kind of filtering the garbage and giving you the, the goods. Right. And it was primarily my brother David, my oldest brother. He was your your rock, you know, heavy metal rock type guy. Danny, who went to go live with my dad, he got up and that's where I learned about like hip hop. And that's where I learned about Fat Boys and Run DMC and stuff like that. You know, that was, you know, He's the one that introduced me. That he's the one that took me to Crush Groove four weekends in a row. Yeah, that that seems completely no, fine. That doesn't sound even slightly <laughs> off kilter, because the one of the things I remember most from back in the day was being in your brother's Suzuki sidekick. Yeah, <laughs> and him taking turns on two wheels while he had Diamond Girl. <laughs> <laughs> playing <laughs> in the car. That is like uh, I, I don't a, don't ask me why I remember uh, that. Cause he uh, he was such a guido dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> my diamond girl. <laughs> For the record, dude, I gotta be honest with you. Yep. Freestyle to me is like some of the worst music ever fucking created. 
I hate it. It just makes me angry. <laughs> you know, if I if I go the rest of my life without <laughs> without hearing Silent Morning, I'm good. <laughs> you know, we but dude, team. like you had all you had all the you know you were you're a Van Halen boy, bro. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I had all the all the Roth Van Halen stuff. Oh, rest and, in peace, Eddie. While we're here. Oh man, yeah. What a fucking nightmare that was. That sucked. Yeah. Yep. That was that was big. Um, I don't know where because it didn't come from David, but I had started getting into at that point what was considered classic rock um, stuff that he wouldn't that my brothers wouldn't even listen to, like Jethro Tull and stuff that had weird folk or Celtic like Kansas and shit like, under, shit like yeah that. Or, like you Kansas know progressive rock yeah well, dude I will admit to you that I got into that shit because of you hmm I didn't know a lot of that shit yeah because well, your your dad uh, was like big in the country right yeah my dad was big into country but my dad had a lot of like if you went through his vinyl collection like there were like some surprising things you pulled out of there hmm and I think I remember you telling me <clears throat> that your dad got into country in the 70s, like when disco and shit was getting big. Yeah, and, uh, and disco and, and R&B, and he didn't like that shit. So he went to country, right? He went to country. And my mom was an older 60s, you know, well, even 50s and doo-wop and, you know, and then, like, folky type 70s stuff, like, you know, Dan Fogelberg or, uh, you know, James Taylor. And Elton John was, like, her big thing. She loved Elton John. Dude, Elton John was good back in the day, man. Oh, yeah. His early stuff is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know what I pulled it, dude? You know what I remember pulling out of my dad's vinyl collection, dude? Inagata DeVita. Oh, yeah. I pulled that out, and I was like, what is this? And I made him put it on, and I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah. And I don't even... I don't even know how I... Oh, I know how. Because when we would go to, like, Ray Reed's or... Slip disc or whatever, and we'd be going through Iron Maiden. Before you got to Iron Maiden, you got yeah, the Iron, Iron Butterfly, Butterfly, and you're like, yep. what, the, "What the hell is that?" And one day I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna bite the bullet," and picked it up. And the first, you know, first side was all, you know, five songs of weird trippiness, and, and I'm like. Okay, at that point, cool, you know, because if you asked me at that time, you know, what Beatles songs do you like? I like the ones where they were high on drugs, you know. Yeah, I, 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 I like the the psychedelic stuff. 
Yeah, I don't want to go down the Beatles thing because I got. Oh, I know you're saying that. Probably are responsible. I agree. Yeah, the the druggy songs were better. Yeah, and then that second side was in a God the Leader, and I'm like, yeah. And then so that, you know, listen to that, and then it was in, you know, like oh. Freddie's dead. It was in. Manhunter. You know, and all this. And I'm like, man, this Dude. is everywhere. I remember <laughs> being in the movie theater for dead when that scene uh-huh. came on, and we just kind of looked at each other like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Oh, man, that's awesome. And then I got to see them live at Westbury Music Fair. And how about, awesome was that? That was cool. It was... They opened up for Foghat. Oh, man, so, that's a good time, too. So they did Slow Ride and all that. And then they both opened up for Leslie West. So it was like Mississippi Queen blaring at you. Yeah, Jesus Christ, man. That's a hell of a time right there. And the funny thing is, is in between sets, this is me and a former girlfriend of mine, and when we left, we saw Kevin from the video store in the parking lot. And I'm like... Kevin from the video store in Valley Stream? Yeah, he was there. Get the the fuck out of here. And I'm like, hey, Dan, how are you? Come here. We gotta keep away from the man. And he freaking pulled out a freaking dude. We of course he does. That guy was a trip, like, man. I'm like, yeah, Kevin. <laughs> dude, I, I got to see uh, Iron Butterfly Live also. I saw them at the... I don't remember which... I don't remember if it was the anniversary party or the Labor Day party. I don't know what it was. It was the... It was the backyard party at the Rainbow Bar and Grill. And oh. They have a, they set up a stage and there's like a whole show in the parking lot. And dude, let me tell you, I was standing there and Kat and I are looking at each other like, how good is this band? I don't think there was yeah. a single original guy in there, but oh, man, well, yeah. <laughs> they were tight. So. Alright, so it was like in high school. Okay. Yeah, I know we, we were to get you know <laughs> We were together. <laughs> <laughs> yes we were. So Poopkins. My god, we were together in high school. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean we had the same taste and but yeah, we kinda of branched out, you know. But we had our, our commonalities, kiss oh, of course. being a huge one. And then you got me into, like, Misfits, Sam Hain, Danzig, stuff like that. Oh, di- uh, did I do that? Mm-hmm. I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even well, realize that. I think, yeah, I got it from you, but I think we both kind of got it from a common source. Or at least initially. That is quite a possibility. But I will tell you that, okay, 
this is a fucking silly story. I, I don't know if I've said this on air, for mm. lack of a better term, but do you know what made me go after the Misfits? What? Remember being in junior high school and you'd get like Circus Magazine or Metal Edge or like, oh, yeah. Hit Parader? Hit Parader was my favorite. Oh, yeah. They had the best, pic- they had the best pictures. And there was always like the Rockabilia two-page ads or like the Concert Express and you could look at all the graphics for the t-shirts. Yeah. I remember looking at the t-shirts and there was the, the classic, the Crimson Ghost skull. And, dude, that's eye candy to anyone. You know what I mean? It's just like, right. what is this? Because I'd never seen the movie at that point. I don't know. I'm a fucking kid. Right. You know, and I'm in seventh grade. What am I, 11? 11, yeah. 12 you're not, years old. You're not going to be looking at a, a serial from the 1940s. No. And I remember asking some, dude, I remember exactly when it happened. I was in home ec class. Mm-hmm. With Ms. Yeah. Ms. Butler. Ms. Butler, <laughs> Ms. Butler. yeah. I mean, she yep. wanted you to peel the potato. Yeah. She was awesome, that lady. Yep. And I'm looking through the magazine, sitting behind a sewing machine when I was clearly supposed to be sewing. And I'm looking at the Crimson Ghost, and I asked a mutual friend named John mm-hmm. at the time. I was like, yo, I was like, who is this? I was like, what? I'm like, who, who are the misfits? What is this? Mm-hmm. And he goes, don't worry about it. You won't like it. Okay. Joke's on you. <laughs> yeah. Because the second you tell me some shit like that, I'm like, really? <laughs> and I went and I found it and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what? How am I not going to like this? Right. And then <laughs> it just went down the rabbit hole from there. Mm-hmm. Right. But, dude, when that first Danzig album dropped, it was just like, mm-hmm. that was that was bananas. Yeah. See, I yeah, I had heard of the Misfits, but never really listened to them, because my brothers weren't into punk. Right. And then, then Danzig, and then I think by going into Slip Disc and seeing old... Sam Hain posters. Yeah. Going. Oh, okay. Now I get the connection because Sam Hain was just a, you know, asterisk in the Glenn, you know, category, you know, right. catalog at that point. So then going back and doing that and going, okay, they're kind of a de evolved. Danzig, kind of. Agreed. So, yeah. I still mm-hmm. have slip disc. Oh wow. Misfits and Samhain posters hanging up in my house. Yeah. Dude, you remember the small ones? <laughs> they were like the, like yeah. the, maybe like the eleven by seventeens. Remember the small ones? I still got a couple of them in storage too. Yeah, dude, with all the with all the uh, the thumbtack prints and it, holes and everything in it, dude, it's fr- it's funny when I see it. What do you got there, bub? What do you what do you got there in that bottle, there, guy? I have got 
the tears of a thousand hipsters. <laughs> what does it smell like? Or taste like? Shattered dreams. Shattered dreams? No, it's a uh, gangling. Black and tan. Oh, good choice. Yeah, those are delicious. You just totally had a creepy serial killer fucking peep through your door at you. Did I? What, my cat? You did. No. I think it was your kid. <laughs> oh. It was either that or it was that ghost from, <laughs> from Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Okay, so dude, all right, while, while we're here with on, on the dancing yeah. topic... Out of the out of the Danzig's three entities, which one is your favorite? Um, from start to finish, I I can go through all of Misfits and enjoy. Agreed. Um, I am on board with Danzig. Until like five. five. Yeah, that's that's where most yeah. people fell off. And Sam Hain, I've never really got into. I don't hate it. it. I just never really did much with it. Not went full in. Right. I like all. I I like. The Misfits, I can like you said, I can listen to all of it. And when he, when they get to like Earth AD Misfits, that shit is fucking bananas. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big Sam Hain fan. I I I, I just like a lot of it. And I, actually, I like almost all of it. The Howl is like one of my favorite songs of all time. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking nuts. Danzig, those first four. Ugh. Is, and I think we actually said we might have we were talking about this last episode. I think those first four are complete insanity, and that first one to me was was fucking super special. And the, what's so funny is that I remember the day that I bought it on cassette, and I think I bought it with Lynch with the Lynch Mob tape. Okay, the first Lynch Mob album, which is an album that I bought because of the cover. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It was one of those. I bought it because of the cover. Mm-hmm. And I've said this to you before, dude, but that first Danzig album is not really a Danzig album. Okay. That first Danzig album is a polished Sammy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because Twist the Cane and Possession are both on Final Descent. Hmm. And the other thing that's on Final Descent is he, remember when... He recorded Trouble. Yeah. That one ended up on Thrall. It's on Thrall, isn't it? Demon Trouble? That, he recorded that on Final Descent too. So I do not consider Danzig the, if I had to pick the Danzig sound, that would not be it. Lucifuge would be it. Yeah. Okay. Which is fan fuck 
fantastic from beginning yeah. to end. That is a like flawless. Now even like the hunter. Is that on Danzig? Okay, on now Danzig. that is an old blues tune anyway. So that's not originally I mean Led Zeppelin did a version of that. See, that's the one that I remember yeah. is the Zeppelin one. Yeah. That's a great album, dude. Dude, Am I Demon, Not of yeah. This World. I mean Oh, dude. Yeah. And p- the p- possession on Danzig as opposed to the to Final Descent. What? It's just like, mm-hmm. wow. Like, I can't even believe it's the same song. Yep. But, yeah, you want to talk about an album that impacted my fucking life? And I had to choose between original Danzig and Lucifuge? I don't even know what... I, I don't right. know. Now, what... Because... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. What was... Bringer Death on? That's it's on, on Dancing 4. four. <laughs> or 4P, if you want to be a dick about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. See ya. <laughs> okay. And... Blood and Tears? That's what it's Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a great... I, I love that one, too. Yep. Right? And then, dude, you got to, to Dancing 3. That's like Dirty Black Summer yep. and... Uh, How the Gods Kill. How, uh, yeah, like, that. get some serious shit. And then, like you Godless. said, uh, yep. Bringer of Death. Dude. Yeah. That is a heavy song. That is yep. a heavy song. I remember... Dude, this is something... I'm going to tell you a stupid story here. I was working at PC mm-hmm. Richards at the time when that came out. And so now, you, you know, you got a million TVs mm-hmm. on at one time. And I remember that I walked in the room and the TLC Creep mm-hmm. video was on, which was actually a, a very beautiful video. It looked mm-hmm. so nice. And it was on every single screen. And one of the dudes... I don't that worked there. I don't remember if he changed the channel or whatever it was he did. But all of a sudden the video of Can't Speak wow. came on. In like a hundred TVs. And I just stood there almost like everything is. I don't right even think I've right seen the video for Can't Speak. Yeah, that's a dude. It's a I mean it's very it, it's totally yeah. dated. You know, it's like a it's almost like Danzig's doing Mortal Kombat. No. You know what I mean? It's a, but it's 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 a nice song, and I just remember being surrounded by it on all these TVs, and I was like, "Wow, this is fucking awesome." I mean, all his videos were kind of hokey. Well, no, the early one, like the the original, the ones like "Am I Demon" and "Twisted Cane," like, and the original uncensored mother video. I mean, it was a little yeah. hokey. But yeah. They were, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, dude, did Danzig just sacrifice a fucking chicken? <laughs> yep. Like the. And my favorite thing is in the home <clears throat> video when he's talking about that, 
video and he's just like, you know, MTV censored it. And he chimes in and he goes, yeah, against my wishes. <laughs> and it was just like, we know, bro. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> like there's any other type of censoring to do. All censoring is yeah, against exactly. wishes. Against my wishes. <laughs> but, oh, come on. She rides. Great song. Pretty hope video. Oh my <laughs> god, the, dude. That's the dancing yeah. dancing video. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, he's all <laughs> grooving. He's all dead. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, great song yeah. though. It really, it really is. Yep. So. Bodies. Another great song. Oh yeah. Dude. When I hear Bodies, the video, the video, the video, <laughs> the video for Bodies is excellent also but you know what I kind of always picture when I What's hear that? bodies is kind of like an Antonio Banderas yeah, like walking down the road in a in the dead walking road. down they're like this yeah. dude is gonna fuck some shit up that's always what I picture you know when I was a young man I always kind of thought it was me now I'm yeah <laughs> I'm not fucking he might think it's him because He's got his Western coming out. That's... We'll deal with that when the time comes. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. All right, so what What other album do you remember turning you on your ass? Like, what Like what happened? Dude, Mr. Bungle blew, like, blew my mind. When I first heard that, um, I will have to because that. that was another one. You that that's your mm-hmm. fault, Mr. I mean, that was. I saw the case and I'm like, what is it? You know, just with crazy clowns and all that beheading. Oh, this is Mike Patton from Faith No More. Okay, blind buy. Stupid reason. Okay. And I remember when you put. I remember. And I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm like, this is the craziest sadistic circus music, and I love it. Yeah. And then that kind of brought me into things like Frank Zappa and stuff like that. You know more experimental things with changing time signatures and all that and then making the connection between Steve Vai playing for Zappa when he was like in his early 20s and then Vai being Roth's guitar player and then picking up you know Flexible. I actually had Flexible before Passion and Warfare. I you heard? I had Passion and Warfare. You I, had. I heard Flexible. Right. From you. I had bought it at Shoppers Village. That's where I got Flexible from. I'm like, oh, this man, is I the guy that played guitar for David Lee Roth. Bought that and I'm. Wait, so then how did I end up with Passion and Warfare? Because I remember I used to have the CD case 
when it, the CD cases were in the full cardboard mm-hmm. jacket, it used to be sitting on the piano in my friggin' bedroom. Who knows? I I don't know, but I remember hearing flexible yep. from you. And dude, those boxes were awesome. Uh-huh. The cardboard boxes, man. You come out, the full the tack full them on your box. wall. Yep. It's like ah, more art. Exactly. Oh. I mean, do kids even do that anymore? I don't know. Well, they print them off and you know print out. A, well, I mean, you you have kids, dude. Do they got shit all over the mine walls? Mine do, but mine were raised by me and my wife. Oh, so, I mean, we went to Walmart and bought, like, you know, a couple of posters for them for anime that they like. So. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what you do. You put that yep. shit up on your wall. Yep. I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's any... Well, I guess they do have magazines that they can cut stuff out of, but they haven't gotten that far yet. Okay. Well, we were gonna do it with movies. Won't we do it with music? Was there any music that you listened to back then? Nah. You know. Teens. Late teens era. That you kind of kept a little close to your vest because eh, it doesn't look like you would like that type of music. Um, I will openly admit this. And I don't know if I just admitted this to you privately or even if we were recording or anything or I am just a fucking crazy person. I don't remember anything. That could be possible too. Um, I had a thing for dance music. Oh, yeah? I oh dude, I always did. I it was a fucking problem, and it was not something that you could fucking admit to. Although we had yeah. Keith, who made everything kind dude, of a little we, bit easier, and and you were always very open to it. So like like it was, you guys were kind of. And I hate to use this term because it just sounds so weak, but you guys were kind of like my safe mm-hmm. space. Like, if I said I liked something in front of you guys, it wasn't mm-hmm. going to be weird. But, dude, if you look at, like, like a lot of those fucking dance tracks back in the day, like fucking Technotronic yep. and all that fucking kind of shit, mm-hmm. I was into it. it. That driving beat is... I, I have a problem. I got a problem yeah. to this day. You know, I look, I look at a lot of it now, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, mm-hmm. fucking terrible. But that... Dude, like a lot of the disco and like a lot of that driving shit, dude. I like it, man. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, see, and that's the thing with our group that we had. Me, you, Keith, you know. Because Keith, Keith had a lot of cred as far as, you know, house music and all that. Oh, yeah. And it was like, all right. He is street cred, that guy. You know, and then we had kind of like the whole rock and all that thing. And you know we we were we were colors of Benetton without being colors of Benetton, you know, because we had that. <laughs> I dude, I always <laughs> say that shit. That you know, my and my house especially because that just happened to be where we yeah. were congregated, 
that was like the United fucking yep. Nations over there. It was the, it was the, I, it is the, I tell my wife all the time, I'm like, my group of friends and my house was literally the human equivalent of the island of the Mystery <laughs> yeah. These, this group of people should not be hanging out together, but we yep. did. And it was fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all, yeah, we all brought a little something, something going on. Yep. Yep. And there was not any shit. I mean, I but, all right. Well, what about you? What are you? What are you hiding? You got something in the closet? You got something in the closet? I had like my stuff, like like the Carpenters. I I like Karen Carpenter. It was something that always, you know, it it was music that calmed the savage beast. If you I will accept that so, answer. I mean, would I be driving around in the uh, Chevette blasting it? No. No, of course but not. But <laughs> when I was home... Now, where did you get the Carpenters from? Is that is that like your mom? Probably, yeah. Mom? Yeah, probably. Because, you know, at Christmas time, they would have... Or even, you know, the moms and the papas. I got... How do you know, I, like, I don't know how you don't what like. Com- what are you a communist? <laughs> nope. Yeah, exactly. I mean, could you and I, dude, we would we would hang out because your dad listened to uh, aside from country, listen to CB. He had all. He listened to CBS yeah. FM like my mom did. So yes, we grew up did. with that. So and I know you and I would hang out and listen to like the circle. The circle. You know, red rubber ball and shit like that. Oh man, that's my dude. That's <clears throat> I'm yeah. not gonna go into my uh, <laughs> my <laughs> my sentimental fucking value of that song, but dude, I remember us on more than one occasion. We didn't have anything to do, and we were literally sitting at my dining room table, probably drinking beer, just going through all of my yeah. dad's records and just sitting there singing along like yep. fucking assholes drinking a little bit of soap <laughs> yeah. that's all I want to say to you <laughs> um, we be drinking beer eating peanut butter sandwiches yeah <laughs> A loaf of peanut butter, a loaf of bread, a loaf of Wonder Bread, and a jar of of Jeff. Jeff. A jar of Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. And just playing records. Forty-five. Most of them were on forty-fives too. Take an ugly girl and marry you. Yeah. Oh my God. The lightning strikes. <laughs> yeah, those are yo, those are good too. I saw your girl, she is ugly. Ugly can't cook. Oh my god, they're gonna ban that song now because it's like, sexist. Uh, freaking <laughs> Dude, Mongo Jerry. Uh, See, but that was no, we were a little older when the Mongo Jerry mm-hmm. thing came out. When we when we got 
I, I feel like that was one of those things that we saw on MTV or VH1 at the same time. And we just started talking about it. it was, that's my jam, dude. Like, if I, if I hear that song, I automatically <laughs> think of you. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking Dean. Which, I, and which was funny is that you were talking about how Keith brought a lot of the dance music mm-hmm. and the hip-hop into the thing. But if I told fucking Kathy the other day, I was like, if I had to pick one song to associate Keith with, it's Iron Maiden. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's mm-hmm. Keith's theme song. If he was a wrestler, that's what he's walking out to. <laughs> yep. Yep. But it's funny, like, uh, like what is it, Coolio, Fantastic Voyage. I remember Fantastic Voyage? coming, I think it was like one of those times where I was, what year did that come out? Uh, okay, yeah. So I, I like, Went to your house like after like college, like, and, and you're like, dude, they're gonna be playing a song in the next hour on MTV. You gotta listen to the song. You're gonna dig it. <laughs> and it was like the MTV, you know, beach house. Oh my god, dude! With yep. Daisy Fuentes, and, uh, you know, MTV Tiki God, and all that. <laughs> oh man, that yep. shit was and fun. We can play that. I'm like, yeah. That was cool. That was like fantastic voyage. Hold on, I gotta find out what nineteen ninety four. Yep. And that was around the same time that uh, Black Hole Sun came out, and they played that video, and I'm like, "This is the most disturbing thing I've ever seen." Yeah, that was a totally creepy video. Actually, you know what's fucking funny? My sister pointed this. <laughs> My sister is a fucking whack job. She sends me the weirdest things all the time. She sent me a picture of the lady who's getting rid of the Frico lady that's getting ready to cut the fish. Yeah, that one. Yeah. And she's like, doesn't this look like Nancy Pelosi? (laughs) 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 And I was like, sadly, it does. (laughs) Oh. Wow. Now, wait a minute. Wasn't Fantastic Voyage, isn't that a, I feel like that's a cover song, isn't it? I think it was a was a Stevie Wonder. That would make sense. But everything was. I mean, still is when it. No, it's uh, Lakeside. And it came out in nineteen eighty. Okay. No, wasn't the ga- uh, Gangsters Paradise? Isn't that the friggin'? Oh no! You know, it was uh, Men in Black was. We- oh okay. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. That was, uh, send me, uh, forget me not. That was what Men in Black was. Oh, the original version of Send Me, Forget Me Nots is a great fucking track. Yeah. Send me, forget me nots. Yeah. I told you, dude, I'm a sucker for a lot of that old disco shit, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. It was, uh, uh, Gangster's Paradise. Okay, I got a weird I got a weird question for you. Mm-hmm. I want you to pick a band or bands. You can rattle off a couple of them if you want. Okay. That you like. If they have a song that you would be okay with not ever hearing again. Okay. So Either you don't like it, or they just beat the shit out of it, or because you know, I, okay. especially 
This was back so, in our day. They used so to a band I like that they beat the shit out of the song, and, I, and I'm okay never hearing it again. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay never hearing Stay Away to Heaven again. And I am a Led Zeppelin fan. Agreed. Okay. Um, now... Do you okay now, now wait a minute. Now are you just okay with never hearing it again? Or is it to the point where if it comes on you're just like fuck this? Or oh, no, like, do I'm you a... have like a knee jerk reaction to it? No. It I have successfully avoided it for probably twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't hear it when they play it on the radio. I haven't heard it. Good job. And if I do hear it, I'm not going to vomit, but it's like, okay, I can go another 25 years without hearing that again. Without hearing this, without hearing this again. Right. Um, okay. That is an acceptable answer. That is a played to death song. Yeah. Insert Wayne's World joke here. Mm-hmm. Um... I got one. Yeah, go what ahead. What do you think? Go ahead. Sweet child of mine. I do not ever need to hear Sweet Child of Mine ever again. Okay. I, and it's I get it's it. not that it's a bad song. It's it's a very good song. Mm-hmm. But they just beat that fucking thing to death. It's like, you do realize how many more songs they have in their catalog? Why is it always that one? Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely see that. Yeah, just stop. Dude. Mm-hmm. Enough. Pick something else. We are the cha- Play Anything Goes. We are the champions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And, and you know, the, the combination of the two. We will rock you and we are the champions. Because, like... No, I don't need... I can actually tolerate We Will Rock You more than I can tolerate We Are The Mm. Champions. Well, the reason... Because I just kind of associate it with a sporting event and I can kind of let it go. But We Are The Champions, like... No, I don't like it. I'm done with it. Well... Yeah. I guess because when they play it on the radio, they always play... We are the champions right behind it. Agreed. It's like, I, I don't, I really don't need it. <laughs> don't, don't need it. Thank you. Just don't Just, need no, that. No. And I'm trying to think, because there's one band, and I'm trying to think of which song I can probably just not. And oh, it, and, and it, 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 it might get hate. It really might. Oh, especially here in South Carolina. Probably dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Uh, really? It is so overplayed here, dude. It is. See, I don't get that. I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm a, taking your word for it. It's I'm a great not, I'm not song. Argue. It's a fun song, dude. Every rock station. Yeah. Really? Like every hour, hour and a half. 
Unless they're doing a no repeat Tuesday or something. I'm like, you turn on. See if I had to if I had to go off the off the top of my head about which is the most overplayed ACDC song, I would probably think it was "You Shook Me All Night Long." You would think. But yeah. it's wow. <clears throat> wow, that's interesting. All right, well, I got one that is probably also going to get a little bit of hate. Uh, Iron Maiden, Run to Ooh, the Hills. wow. Okay. I like the song. I've just... Why do they always go to that one? Why is that the Iron Maiden song? There are way better Iron Maiden songs yeah. than that one. And I think MTV and VH1 Classic and all of them, they are definitely partially mm-hmm. to blame because I feel like that's the only fucking video I would yeah. ever see. And once in a while, you'd get lucky and you'd get um, Can I Play With Madness or... Shit, I can't think of the other one. But, yeah, I could definitely go... I could definitely go without that one. Dude, for a long time, it was mother for me. Uh, it was like I will have to. I will agree with. Well, you know what did oh, that? Was, We've had uh, this discussion before. It was yeah. mother ninety three because it got yep. to the masses. And then people, oh, you like dancing, mother? I'm like you just mother. Like you don't. <laughs> yeah, if that I is the second that you say that to me. I instantly know you're an asshole. It's like, really? That's the Mm -hmm. song that you know? What did we... I think they were... uh, I don't remember. It was something that was on MTV. And I don't remember what they were talking about. Maybe it was like the worst metal song. Oh, I think... The worst metal moment? And it was Scott Ian. Yeah. And Scott E was just like, dude, he was just like, compared to everything else on this list, this is like yeah. Mozart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was right, because it was a great song. It just, they yep. beat it to death. They yep. ruined it. I remember that. Yeah, it's a great metal song. Not a great Danzig song, but... An overplayed Danzig, an overplayed good an Danzig old, yeah. song. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yep. Which ironically was the fucking song that they got into all the shit with the yeah. TV for. Yeah, I, people are dumb, and and you look at what MTV has become now, and it's like, you had moral issues with what? Because MTV is just cockadoodle now. There ain't nothing going on. Cock-a-doo. I don't even know what what's even on MTV. Nothing. It's all reality shows, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, pregnant. How the pregnant teens and this and this and. Yeah, I can. Because they spent the you know the nineties banning you know Andrew Dice Clay and Glenn Danzig. Andrew Tice Clay. Right. Yeah. 
they were banning Andrew Dice Clay, but Beavis and Butthead was okay. Yep. Riddle me this. Yeah, I don't. My God, that's fucking crazy. All right. Album question, album question, album question. Dude, you know what would be awesome? If. No, he still has the voice for it. If they did an album with a studio version of Phantom of the Opera with Bruce Dickinson singing. Now, Bruce Dickinson, he's still yeah. fucking pipes. So, guy. Iron Maiden, read, there's a remake of Phantom of the Opera with vocals from Bruce Dickinson. And the fact that they have three guitar players now? Because, I mean, Live After Death is... I love the original. I do. I love it. I think that first Iron Maiden album is crazy. Yeah, is very good. But Live After Death, Phantom of the Opera, is amazing. I would just love to hear that with bright, big studio sound. Studio, yeah, I yeah. agree. That would be fun. I'd, I would love to hear the oh, Prowler yeah. also. Yeah. That's fucking funny, dude, because when I, after I got the, uh, the remastered version of Power Slave, I was just like, okay, this is going to pose a problem for my life now because I'm going to need <laughs> all of these. But the original Iron Maiden, the the remastered version, is in my cart oh. as we speak. Because I was just like, what's going to be next? I was like, it's got to yeah. be that one. I, all right, I got a weird question mm-hmm. for you. Um, Power Slave or Number of the Beast? Probably Power Slave. I, I yeah, me too. Okay, I just yeah. wanted to check. I mean, I I love Number of the Beast, but yeah. Oh yeah, it's great, but it's not the it's not the same level as mm-hmm. as Power Slave. And Power Slave was Bruce's. That was his first album, what? wasn't it? What was? No, because he Power was on Slave. Number of the Beast. But it wasn't Power Slave first. I don't believe so. Yeah, because Power Slave. I mean, that, I mean, I'm obviously a douchebag. But Power yeah. Slave was before somewhere in time. It was like Power Slave somewhere in time, then Seven Sun, I think. Number of the Beast is eighty-two. Oh yeah. no, I think you. That was right. like eight, eight. Oh yeah, Power yeah. Slave is eighty-four. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm going yeah. Power Slave. I'm going Power Slave. Somewhere in Time is 86. Somewhere in Time yeah. is okay. I also think that Seventh Son of a Seventh Son is mm-hmm. overrated. I mean, there's a there's, there's, okay. there's a few good songs, yeah, but yeah, but, but seven, but the the title track, mm-hmm. Seventh Son of a Seventh Son, it, that is fucking annoying. That song. Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. I, but I, Evil That Men Do is a good. Oh, I guess it is. 
And I mean, can I play with madness? It's commercial, but that's yeah. a, a good song. Oh, Moonchild is not a mm-hmm. bad song either. No, maybe it's just Seventh Son of Se- The Clairvoyant oh, is good too. Okay. That's right. Yeah, maybe it's just the I thought you were going crazy. I'm like Moonchild, but I was thinking uh, Rest, uh, Rest Child. And that is on. That's on Killers. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, dude, Murders in the Rue Morgue? But both, uh, is it Number of the Beast that has, uh, because the Prisoner is on, uh, Number the Beast, Number the and beast. then Back in the Village is yeah. on Power Slave. Right, they're both Slave, yeah. based from the TV show, The Prisoner. Yeah. The Prisoner. Oh, dude, Number of the Beast, Hallowed Oh, dude. Shit. Mm-hmm. Dude. That is, I'm waiting. Oh, yep. As the bells begin. To oh my god, dude, that shit is crazy. Revelation. Okay. I'm gonna say something to you here and feel free to edit okay. it out. You gotta tell me about the Iron Maiden comment guy. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Who is that guy? I'm friends with him on another like like from a Facebook group, another Facebook group aside. Okay. Now, I want but to tell I, you yeah, this, I don't know who bro. he is. Okay, okay. that was Dude, insane. I've known for you ever. I've known you mm-hmm. forever. I love you. I know that I am a little much <laughs> to deal with. I understand that. So I purposely didn't get into it with that guy because I don't know what yeah. his. I didn't know what his relationship to yeah, you was. I don't know. But. That has to be one of the dumbest fucking things (laughs) that I have ever heard in my life. Yep. Okay. You can have your opinion. I don't remember asking you for it. And it was kind of annoying because I I posted that on my thing. And tagged me. And I tagged you and Keith in it. Clearly, I was talking to right. you. Right, this wasn't a pod, you know, group thing of anything. No. No! So that kind of took me a little bit... I, I was a little shocked by that. I was like, okay. And again, you know me pretty well. You know where my... F- <laughs> my finger was on the red button right away. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So I didn't say anything. Now I might. I don't know. But my my thing was the the biggest problem with that is like okay, you can think of whatever whatever you want if you want to think that Iron Maiden is gimmicky. I don't right. see it that way. Iron Maiden, as far as I know, dude, that to me that's the second wave yeah. of British metal. Isn't, yep. Right. Okay. Now again, you don't have to like it, but you need to respect right. it. 
I don't, I'm not into King Diamond, but I respect right. King Diamond. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not a Psycho Slayer fan right. either. But I will never say a bad thing right. about Slayer. You know what I mean? It's just like Slayer's yep. fucking Slayer. You know, I own Slayer. It's not on my repeat like the way that fucking Kiss and Danzig right. and shit is. But my biggest issue with the comment is that he listed all of these bands that were in... There was a lot of credible shit in there. I thought Aerosmith was a, a very far I mean, Yeah, reach. some of them... I mean, they weren't even, like, comparable to what we were talking about. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was just... I was like... Right. Aer- I was like... And look, I, I got right. no... Aerosmith was a great hard rock band. I wouldn't call them heavy metal. They were a good hard rock band. They were a great hard rock band. Yeah, they're, we're they're talking about shit. British heavy they're metal. <laughs> and then the thing that this, <laughs> wait, this was the, the I go know ahead and <laughs> was well. No, wait a minute. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm okay, not gonna go there right. right yet. But you have all right. Yeah, I'm just gonna go there. Fuck it. You <laughs> you literally lumped in. Stitch! <laughs> How? Dude. How you, how you got from sticks to Iron Maiden is, that is completely yeah. beyond me. Yep. Okay? But the fact that you linked sticks to the same category as Black yeah. Sabbath... Yeah. Dude, I have one of two explanations for this. <laughs> you are easily, you are either the textbook definition of a fucking moron, or you are in a state of mental decline, and I advise you to seek help from a medical professional wow. immediately. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Yeah. But now, on top of that, you have sticks. What did I just? What did I just say? That they put sticks and Sabbath in the category together, right? That's yes. what I was just saying. Okay, so now you have. But now, at the same time, we have sticks and Maiden, which you're talking about being right. gimmicky. Okay. I don't see how Maiden is gimmicky. Why? Because of Eddie. Everybody, you got a mascot. A lot of people got mascots. But the thing is, is that sticks and gimmicky. Uh All I'm going to say is this. You need to take Mr. Roboto (laughs) and sail your fucking ass out of here. Are you? And I'm sorry, but if we're going into Mortal Kombat... Eddie is fucking taking Mr. Roboto 10 out of 10 times fucking fatality. <laughs> yeah. That's that's all that I'm saying. Like are you you're on are you a drug addict? Like you need to put the pipe down. You make no sense. 
Yeah. I, no. I'm, I, dude, I'm telling you, I, I, I just didn't, I didn't engage because I can easily get myself into trouble, and I didn't know what your relationship with this person was. This guy jumped into this just to be an <laughs> asshole. And I was like, bro, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm it, a... it was just fucking weird, man. I just, I, I, I didn't get it. That would be like the equivalent of us hanging out in the mall and in like the food court. Like you taking out a record, I'm going, yeah, dude, check out what I, yeah, we're, we're pulling this bag, all right? We're in the food court at the mall at Sam Goody, and you pull out the album. Oof, and hold like, on, hold on. Wait, 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 hold on a second. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 I got to do something first. <laughs> that was me blowing the dust off Sam Goody. <laughs> <laughs> So we're at the food court. Proceed. Over by, uh, oh, what was that freaking French fry place? The one that was like near Burger King. Uh, you know. Because you would always like get your burger from here and then your fries from here and everything and make your perfect combo meal because the food court allowed you we're to do that. We're talking about the Green Acres food court, right? Yeah. All the way, when okay. you go in, all the way on the left side of the food court, there was like the, the place that all they did was sell french fries in the cups. Oh, shit. What was the name of that? And place? they kept the skin on them. Oh! You're right. Fuck, what was the name of that place? Oh. Damn. I'm going to Google. You keep telling me the story. Okay. I'm going to look. So we're there, and we got our fries, and we got our... Big Mac from here, you know, Shake from Roy Rogers. And you have that album. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you break out that album, and we're wow. like, oh, cool, man. And this guy comes around and looks and goes, them sucks. And he's wearing a denim jacket with sticks. With a sticks back patch and a winger button I was on the dude, left I was breast pocket. The reference. I was waiting for it. <laughs> With his mullet, and he walks away. Like, yeah, guy. You would have, bro. You would have gotten your ass beat back yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. like, like, yo, are you kidding? Yep. That is my scenario. <laughs> I I'm gonna validate that. Like potato mics or I don't. Check mark. That is. Yeah. That that was what caught the, the whole thing. That I was so I was just like, dude, like, do you got nothing better to do? All right. So, what is your favorite movie soundtrack? Either, well, no, in, that, in an album form. So, you would almost have to have had it to really answer it. To, yeah. To, you, have to own the, you have to own the album. Right. Of, of but it could be a score, or it could be just soundtrack songs. 
That is a damn good question. Thank you. Um, I've actually got a few that I can think of off the top of my head, and I don't know exactly what would be my favorite, but if I had to do a, a gut reaction, I would say the soundtrack to Detroit Rock City. Oh, okay. Yeah. I understand. That's like kind of obvious. I mean, yeah. that's kind of obvious, but it is a it is a fun soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Dude, that the Pantera version of Cat Scratch Fever is, dude, that is just awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get. You know, I I mean, I definitely got some more. What do you got? You got something good? Um, I thought that Demon Knight. Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight mm. was a great freaking, still is a great soundtrack. You had, uh, shit, we started off with, uh, what was it? That was actually, a, that was a good movie. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. You had, what, what was that? Although I will say that if Billy Zane was not in that movie, mm-hmm. I would not have liked it as much. Oh, no. No, that was his, like. He made that movie. His, that little error right there was like Prime Billy Zane. You know, he had that. Yeah, he was really good. I don't hate him as uh, The Phantom. I thought that was a, you know, a fun movie. No, I, I thought that movie was yeah. okay, dude. It was not bad. Um, I mean, he did his thing in Titanic. I, I don't yeah. care. Oh, I've seen that movie God. once. Now I'll never I'm watch it again. At... I'll never watch that but, movie again. It's only good in the last 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, dude, now that I'm looking, I'm looking at the, the soundtrack of Demon Knight. Yeah, you had, what was this? Written, was yeah, it this is fantastic. Was it Filter? Yeah. That, hey, hey, man, that, 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 shot. Shot. Oh, that whole, that whole Filter album is mm-hmm. freaking Grave Diggers were on that. How could Oh yeah, yep. They were. Oh my god, I love dude. Wallace band. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ministry, Pantera. Yeah, this is this is yeah. next level. Yep. This is the. Oh, I got one. Um. Holy Jesus! I'm freaking Judgment Night. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Woo. Yep. Oh, dude, that was like the apex of, you know, rap metal crossover. That, that's, that's a really good movie, too. Yep. But what is it? Oh, wait a minute, hold on. What's the, the one that stands out for me? Isn't it like Onyx and Biohazard? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What, what was the name of the song? Judgment but, Night is the title. I was going to say. No, Just Another Victim. Yeah. Is House of Pain and Helmet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. The victim. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, t- dude, you want to tell me? Well, I'm going to tell <laughs> Dude, whenever I would end up in a real shady area at night after watching that movie, mm-hmm. I would always, I'd sit there and I'd just be like, Jesus Christ, like, this is like fucking judgment night over here. Mm-hmm. And I would say, because don't ask me why, but I would end up in 
really fucked up places all the time. And I even when I was with my, I mean, we weren't married at the time, but we were all together. We were together, and we would just, and I would always say it, and then I made her watch that movie, and now, to this date, like 20 years later, <laughs> she's just like, yo, this is like fucking, ju- <laughs> it's like judgment night. <laughs> oh, it's definitely a, a descriptive term, man. Yep. Right? Yep. You if know it, what that means. Yeah. Like, if you see that movie, night. you know when you're in a judgment night scenario. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was it. Man, that was a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Okay, so wait a minute. I went. You got another one? You got something good? Well, let me see. You got you got your low hanging. I don't want to go for the low hanging fruit. Just just Cause, just throw one out. Because you got right. you know your Reservoir Dogs, your Pulp Fiction, whatever. But oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. fucking dude, Tank Girl was a great soundtrack. Oh man. I forget. I can, dude. I always forget about that movie. You know, Hole was on that soundtrack. Uh, um, Stone Temple Pilots were on that soundtrack. Dude, I was listening to Stone Temple Pilots the other day, and wifey and I were look. I looked at it. I was like, "How awesome was Core?" Oh yeah, that album is fantastic from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tank Girl. Okay, hold on. Let's see what we got here. Devo. Whole Bush. Portishead. Joan Jett. Veruca Salt. Ice Tea. Yeah, there's a lot of good shit on there. And you know me back then, I was into like the whole like chick alternative rock thing. Because there was a lot of them that were good, yeah. man. They were yep. good. Like Brooke Assault. <laughs> yeah. Letters to Cleo. Yep. <laughs> that was that was your jam yep. was Letters to Cleo. Sarah Bonham. Shit, yeah. That, um, that was some good stuff. Wait, was it the Breeders? That was yeah. all girls too, yep. right? That, they were good. Yep. Oh my God, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Um, Republica. Mm-hmm. They, that, oh, yeah, that was that was all good stuff, man. Yeah, um, yeah Republica was what? Connection? Ready to go. I, oh, I know yeah. Ready, Ready to Go was the big yeah. one. You know? I mean, dude, now are we are we thinking that these are great soundtracks because it was music that we know well, and we were fond of? Or because I listened to... And I, again, I'm, I'm such a douchebag. I can't watch movies from now mm-hmm. because I just hate everyone. Right. But I'm assuming that I hate the music too unless it's a retro soundtrack. That's pretty much how I'm thinking of it. Oh, okay. um, so I don't feel bad. Yeah, cuz these were and these were all albums I bought back then. I don't, you know, the last album uh, I mean, soundtrack that I bought, I I bought 2 days ago. <coughs> I had a second hand <coughs> I had a second hand store and it was the soundtrack to the movie once and oh yeah I saw that you put what I don't even know what that is that I'm trying to think of when that came out that was early 2000s 
I think. Oh, it was before everybody was a fucking dumbass. Yeah, and it's... That, that makes sense. It's mostly acoustic. Um, the movie's about uh, a musician in Dublin, Ireland. He's a street musician. And he meets this girl. And... She's got a kid and a husband in, like, Yugoslavia or something. Or Czech Republic. I think it was Czech Republic. And they be, they have this friendship that's based on them loving each other's music, not anything romantic. Because it can't ever be between them because she's got a husband and all this. But it's just okay. them playing off of each other. She plays piano and sings. He plays guitar and sings. And the whole movie is kind of like a musical. But but it's it's not but it's not a musical. No, okay. the music I, is in. I it. have very low tolerance. The for music that. is in it, and they are playing and singing. But all the music is organic in the story. Not like, you know. Out of context, right? you know, like she doesn't just like start looking out the window singing or anything. Okay, good. Yeah, that that I can handle. Yeah, and the guy in it was uh, his name is uh, Glenn Hansard. He is a real musician. In fact, he was in the movie The Commitments. He was the guitarist in that movie, and they used all okay. real musicians. And it's just, I mean, it's a, a small independent film, but the soundtrack is, like, really good. And I had had it a few years ago, and then I, it had broke. So I found it. I was at the store the other day. I was looking for a t-shirt. Couldn't find it. Got pissed. What t-shirt were you looking for? I was looking for an anime t-shirt to wear. Um, one of the animes I started watching. Demon Slayer. On Netflix, you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> weirdo. And I'm like, man. If it makes you feel any better, I have a Vampire Hunter D and a Devil Man T-shirt. So I'm just, I'm just breaking your balls. Yeah, I'm just breaking your balls. <laughs> but yeah, I went there and I saw, saw the shirts. So I see the display and I look down, and the shirt from the display is not in the box. And then I, I said, do you have any more? No, we don't have them anymore. I'm like, can you check that one and see what size it is and sell it to me? No, we can't. Now, what? see, that's bullshit. I'm like, why? No. You're, you're just, be, you know what that is? You're you're a lazy bastard. Yeah. That's what that's what that is. Because if you went, to, dude, if we went to slip this mm -hmm. back in the day and they were out of that shirt and it was your right size, they would have sold that shit to you right off the wall. Yep. And that's my mindset. Yeah, I agree with you. So I'm like, no, no doubt about it. I'm like, well, this was a damn waste. And I went to the soundtrack. I'm like, I wonder if they have once. And I turned it. It was right there. I didn't even have to move anything out of the way. I'm like, ooh, okay. <laughs> so I picked it up. And it, <clears throat> and it was the day before... Uh, St. Patrick's Day, too. So I'm like, hey, now I got my Irish music. 
So it all worked out. Too sure. Yeah. Because, of course, that was one of the things that was kind of a, not a guilt, I guess back then it would have been, but something I didn't let known, you know, working at Alex's Deli, they always had the Irish music blaring, you know? I've Dude, I've got no problem with that kind of shit. And, you know. I just developed a taste for it, and even in high school, I had quite a few Irish, like folk tapes and stuff like that. Dude, I posted a goddamn fucking Irish friggin' trance song <laughs> on friggin' Facebook the other day. I was, just, it's, I, dude, I have not listened to that song. That's a record. Uh, again, I'm so stupid. A record. That's a record that I've had. Easily for almost for probably twenty years, and all of a sudden I was like, "It's St. Patrick's Day," and it popped into my head, and I was like, "I'm gonna share that song with everybody." <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah. Okay. All right, dude. I got another soundtrack, dude. I, I probably got a couple of them. Hey. The soundtrack of the of the fucking crow. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yep. Yep. Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. What is it? The, actually, the, the I think the song on the Crow from the Cure is probably. I'm because I'm not into the Cure. Did you get in? Were you ever into the Cure? Um, a little bit, but like much later than when they were big. You know, like I revisited it and said, okay. You know. Yeah, there's some nice yeah. things here, but but never you know, got in. You know, everybody's right. like, yeah, no. me neither. And then when everybody's just like, oh my god, I'm so goth and I'm the cure. Dude, yeah, that wasn't my thing. My goth is very different. Yeah. I am a Sisters of Mercy and fucking Bauhaus kind of guy. Yeah. That's 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 where I live yeah. in there. Yeah. But. Uh, dude, the my. My Life with the Thrill Kill Cult. Mm-hmm. That song is excellent, but the fact that I always have the visual of the scene where he's killing everybody yeah. to that song is just, oh my. That is that is a, a fan-fucking-tastic soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, it nine, is Nine Inch Nails on there? Too? I don't even remember. I gotta look. No, didn't... My life with the thrill kill cult. Did they evolve somehow, or members went and did Electric Hellfire Club? I am not a hundred percent on any of that, but I definitely feel like my um, the Electric Hellfire Club I think was prior. to my life I mean Google knows because I know when I saw Typo in the city Electric Hellfire Club opened for them and where was I when this was happening I don't know what happened it was me and that girl 
that's what you just answered. That one, yeah. Okay, I'm not going to a typo concert with her. Okay, yeah, that would have made sense. Yeah, that make that <laughs> that makes sense. And then but what? What tour was that? What? Which one? Which that was. One that was uh, October Rust. So you went twice. Yeah, we went to one yeah, at the Coliseum. We yeah, we went together. And then yeah, because this is when uh, you were cheating on me, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. My God, we were together at the time. They uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was Electric and uh, Cold Chamber had opened up for them too. Oh, Cold Chamber! Oh man, I forgot about that. Didn't they? Wait a minute. What did Cold Chamber went on to somebody? Shit. I think somebody from Cold Chamber went on to Hell, hell Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could have Yeah, that was like their, when they had their first album with the Big Truck. I think I still have that first, uh, that Cold Chamber album. It was like shit that I needed to play when I was spinning, but I didn't want to play, mm-hmm. but I just did. And then the uh, Electric Hellfire Club also opened up for Guar when I saw them with uh, Chris. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And I'm like, that yeah, they. They're not good. <laughs> they weren't good. No, I don't like Electric Hellfire Club, dude. They're, you know what their problem is, dude? They're... I don't like what what they call goth bands. Mm-hmm. Because they all have that same... I want a blah, 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 blah. And it's just, dude, just fucking stop. Yeah. You're fucking stupid. Yeah. You know, that's why I said like Bauhaus and like Sisters of Mercy and then like you get into like Susie and the Banshees and like that, to me, that's gothic, gothic, goth rock or whatever the fuck you want to take. That other shit that they fucking put out, it's fucking stupid. And then we got to Typo Negative. Mm -hmm. And Typo Negative was, I don't know, that was something special, I guess. Dude, and that's the thing, they've got this... Especially when we saw them, you know, for like October Rust or whatever, and their sound was huge, you know, it was bottom bass, keyboards up here, just this big fat round middle, but the stage was like two trees and leaves thrown. There was nothing pageantry about it, and they just went out and freaking wham. And it was like, dude, it was Peter in a pair of black Levi's and a fucking olive drab tank top. Yeah. With that giant bass with a fucking chain as a strap, dude. Oh my oh. god, dude. Yep. That whole show was good, dude. Everybody who. Yeah. Life of Agony and Man... That whole yeah, show yeah. was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, man, yeah, Manhole and, t- and Life of Agony. Yep. Yep. That was... Dude, man, that was a good show. 
and dude, we had we met Typo. Was it that day? It was, it was the same day. The same day at Tower Records. Yep. Yeah. I will. I will say Peter Steele is probably the coolest, and I'm just gonna use it as a generic term. Was probably the coolest rock star that I ever met. Yeah, I mean, he was just like, "Hey, man," you know, and like with a handout, and I'm like, "Cool, dude." <laughs> I just remember, and I looked like a fucking lunatic when we went to to fucking see them. I had like this; it was like a double or triple row spiked fucking <laughs> collar around my neck. I looked like a nut. <laughs> And he looks at me and he's just like, oh, yo, that's pretty fucking cool. He's like, yo, you're going to wait after the show later? And I was like, yeah, I probably am. And he stood up to shake my <laughs> yeah. hand. And I just am looking up at him and I'm like, you are literally like almost two feet taller than me. <laughs> like you are a gigantic human being. But he stood up to shake my hand. Yep. And I was just like, holy fuck fucking shit man yep yeah I miss dude I miss that guy man I miss, I miss typo a lot in general yeah me too me too so alright come on soundtrack you got another right. one uh, let's see I'm now I'm now I'm digging in the recesses it's been so long oh okay uh six string samurai <laughs> six String Samurai. <laughs> now, color me, color me shocked yeah. that Dean went to Six String Samurai. Dude, you got Rockabilly, Surfabilly, Red Elvises, freaking Western crazy shit going on in a post-apocalyptic Las Vegas road trip movie. And the soundtrack says it all. Well, that's that's a win-win, right? Yeah. You can't beat that. Nope. If you had a standout, if you had a standout track on that soundtrack, what would it be? My standout is probably think "Surfing in Siberia" from Red Elvis's. Are you kidding me? Just the title alone fucking cracks me up <laughs> because it instantly made me think of Holiday in Cambodia by uh, the Dead Kennedys. Well, Boogie on the Beach is another one, but Surfing Siberia. Okay, I got a good soundtrack for you. I mean, this is going to be an obvious one. Uh, Dazed and Confused. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That soundtrack is fucking crazy, and I'm gonna excuse me as I throw up in the phone because that's what I do, bro. Um, Days and Confused is one of my favorite movies of all time, but obviously the soundtrack makes it better. But if you look at Days and Confused. Yeah. Because what is it? 19, it's 1976. 
that that movie takes place. Mm-hmm. If you jump ahead a decade mm-hmm. and then give it a year or two, is that movie any different than literally what you lived? No. Not really, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a... I mean, I'm not going to say it's a different soundtrack. It was just a carryover soundtrack. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, we got fucking... Motley Crue and Dio and all that shit that's just been... You know, but if we were all hanging out, fucking smoking dubs and fucking drinking beer, party at the Moon Tower... <laughs> Yeah. Not that shit was not that much different. It was either the, a, a parking lot somewhere, or it was in my backyard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I mean, you know, that's fucking any soundtrack that has a stranglehold on it. You automatically have my vote because that bass line has got to be one of the sexiest fucking things on earth. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I was watching 13 Going on 30 the other day. Uh, wait a minute. Is that the, is that the, the Jennifer Garner one? Yeah. Okay, I've, I've seen that. Okay. Now... That came out when I was 30. Okay. <laughs> you old bastard. So, she was 13 in 1987. Okay. Just as I was 13 in 1987. One, my issue was one of the songs they played that was on MTV at the time supposedly in 1987 I'm already angry. Go ahead. Jesse's Girl from Rick Springfield was what? Jesse's Girl. No. Get the fuck out of here. I'm like no. In 87 No. No. And I'm like no, because that song was prominent. They had three songs that were prominent in there, and they were all early 80s tunes. Yeah. That Jesse's Girl, that's that's way early. That's like 82, 83 or something, isn't it? Right. And another one, let me see here. Now it's like, okay, you... 1981, bro. 81. 1981. Okay. Now, while well, you're quick on the draw, how about Pat Benatar, Love is a Battlefield? No, that's a little later. That's a little later on. That's about 83. Yeah, later. that's what I'm thinking. And I got to be honest with you. That song. Hold on. My freight train is coming through. I know. I kind of wish I could do a U-Lift. I 
Guys come from the old paper mill. I wish I did. On the upside, I do have a great horned owl who lives in the tree right outside my house, and I get to see him every now and then, so that's kind of nice. Oh. Cool. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Dude, yeah, I live in like a very... I'm like in the hills, man. I'm... Hmm. Um, okay. Pat Benatar, Love is a Battlefield. The worst thing that happened to that song is the video. <laughs> yeah. Because you have a... Dude, I caught that song. It came... Like, I, I was listening to it. Uh, like, it popped on in my headphones one day. Dude, the song is crazy. And the fact that she does all her own backup vocals yeah. is, dude, it, it, first of all, she's, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, to put that in a weird time period, because what year did we say that it was? 87. Jesus, it was that later on? It was 80s. The song was 87? No, the movie was 87. I oh, don't know. The movie is 87. Yeah. Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Is 83. Okay, yeah, so it was 83. And then, man, this is a long train. So it's got it's but, probably a freight. That's why. Yeah. And then the other one, which I will forgive because it's like one of the most iconic songs ever, was Thriller. So. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. I. I we can't. We yeah. Can't go you can put Thriller in a video. It, that is eighty. You, you can lump that around. Yeah. Dude, you could put Thriller in a video now and it's going to sound fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was a, but I was like, dude, really? I mean, were you strapped for cash that much that those are the songs that you could get the rights to? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But this was fun. It was it was it was definitely an interesting trip. Yeah. We went down. Uh, I mean, most of these people are not going to give a fuck what we have to fucking say anyway. But <laughs> it was uh, relatively entertaining. Nope. But and if you don't like it, I don't give a shit. Yep. Because <laughs> I got to talk about old albums. And that's it. And about how much I like Iron Maiden. Okay, people. <laughs> well, the uh, the wolf is out of his cage. <laughs> And I'm going to wrap it up. Oh, man. Andrew, okay. it has been a pleasure as always. Man. It's always been a pleasure. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before we go, yeah. you got anything You got anything interesting going on on your... Uh, um, you, got shit, you got shit coming out? You got something, you got something fancy going on? Uh, nothing too fancy. You know us. We're always doing something. Um... The comic book conventions are coming back in my area. so You can actually go to it? Yeah. Wow. So in a couple of weeks, we're going to be going to a 
convention in Greenville, South Carolina. Check the Ha Podcast group because I'm always posting stuff on there. They've got uh, Jake the Snake is gonna be there. Uh, oh, I fucking saw that dude. You got yeah, dude. that guy rules. Yep. I mean, they're, they're having a bunch of people over there, so check it out. Dude, Jake, I'm going to just say this right now. I know we're, we're, get, we're getting ready to wrap up, but Jake the Snake, back in the day, when he was doing his promos, talking to the camera, mm-hmm. he was easily the best. Yep. <laughs> With possibly the, obviously, the ex- exception of Hulk Hogan. Right. Because... That's, but Jesus Christ, dude, he was scary as shit. Yep. It was me and Damien. Like, oh, yes, it was. <laughs> that guy was awesome. Yeah, because he wasn't big and bombastic and yelly, and he was just, yeah. <laughs> Jake the Snake was scary, yeah. dude. He was an intimidating person. Yep. Yeah, his documentary was awesome, dude. Oh, the one with uh, DDP? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Dude, that that one was was a great fucking documentary, man. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, a few years ago, the last time we went, Jim Duggan was there. So we met him. How was that? You met Hacksaw? I met Hacksaw. He's a good... How was he? Was he cool? Real cool. And he's big, dude. I'm like, this guy's like a big old... Sasquatch. He's just big. Yeah, he, dude, he was like a, a brick shithouse. Yep. Because wasn't he like a football, he was a football yeah. player, wasn't he? Yep. And that was his finishing move was the uh, three-point stance. And he would just oh, run man. into you. He was awesome. Yep. Those, man, those old... Yep. We have a topic. Ah. Uh, We're going to have to Yep. get into the old school wrestlers. I hear you. So, but yeah, so that's what we're doing. Awesome. We're always coming out with something. So, you got some shit. I got nothing. I got nothing coming out this month. I'm a fucking loser. All right. <laughs> I got. Uh, I am. I am in uh, record shopping mode. Ah. I gotta find a bunch of new tracks. Putting arrows in the quiver, huh? Yeah, arrows in the quiver, and it's just. Uh, I have not changed in thirty fucking years. I got problems record shopping <laughs> I gotta do that yep um I'm re-editing a bunch of fucking old shit mm-hmm. but that's about it yeah I got nothing interesting happening this month alrighty guys hit uh hit me up on twitter last show um at last show at Rio and <laughs> You can also hit me up on the Huh Podcast one. You know, I, I answer for both. Where the fuck are you? You okay, dude? <laughs> you all right? Yeah. Hit me up at huh? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what the call sign is. But you put that bottle down. But bro. you know. Um, other than that, man. People, thank you much. Andrew, I will talk to you. Keep in touch with yourself. <laughs>
Thank you.